We are In Bed With Books. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Melissa. And I'm Bethany. If you'd like to find us outside of wherever you're listening from, then you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod, and find us on YouTube for video versions of the podcast and bonus episodes. So let's jump right in. So what did you do last night? You know what I did Uh, last night? (laughs) Yeah, what did you do? (laughs) I was like, I didn't do anything. I know. I I set you up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, I went to a concert last night because perks of living in a city. Yes. Which um, Milo and I have never lived in a city. I have lived in London, but that was the first city I've ever lived in. You've always kind of lived in a city, haven't you? No. Oh, I thought you always lived in a city. The prize is super small. Okay. It's about like 45 minutes to an hour outside of Phoenix, but like okay. everything in the Valley is 45 minutes to okay. an hour Okay. See, so every time I go traveling with my friends yeah, and we're like, people ask us where we're from, they always say Washington. And I'm like, don't do that because they'll think you're from DC and they'll yeah. be like, I've been there. And you'll be like, oh, really? And then yeah. you start talking and you're like, no, that's not what they're talking not, about. Not the same. Not <laughs> yeah. The same so I always anymore. tell, I always say Seattle, even though I'm not, I didn't don't live yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. Or they'll say like Olympia, Washington. And like, no one knows what that means, whatever. It's just funny. Well, but- also like surprise Arizona. Like people get really hung up on the fact that it's surprise. Yeah. And so I just say Phoenix if I don't yeah. want to discuss. I don't want to have that like, conversation. Yes, yeah. It is Surprise, Arizona in the Happy Valley right next to Goodyear. Like, yeah, they're really yeah. trying with it. Thank you. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Yep. Yeah. So um, I live in a city and <laughs> yeah, now I so now like we are like a seven minute walk from the Paramount Theater. Nice. And that's where, so Milo got me tickets to see Claro. And I, a, apart from Lana Del Rey, she is probably the only person I listen to religiously, okay. um, which is big for me. I'm kind of, a, I'm, I'm obsessive with my music. I don't have a huge, yeah. like, um, you know, uh, you know, and yep. Yep. I, I have two people I, I listen I to. Almost- know the word you're looking for same I know the word I'm looking for but I don't know it (laughs) yep (laughs) so continuing on yep Uh, um and so yeah we went to the concert last night it was so fun I all day today was just kind of like you know how when you maybe maybe people somewhere out there experience this where you're like oh I like I did something that was like only for only me you know, like, like Milo was there and Milo likes Clara too. And we've like covered a lot of her songs, like mm-hmm. at, at uh, shows and stuff, but it was like, I was like, but this is like my thing that's special to me. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah. And, uh, and so then you've, you've, there's like this part of your identity that just feels like more like fed. I don't know. Yeah. Like a weird I know you feeling. Mean that's very new to me because I've it's rare I should say because it's like not something I always take the time to like it it feels selfish in like a good way yeah and like allowing yourself to be a little selfish about something like even just like buying a book in hardback even though I've read the paperback twice 
like what's the point yeah. of having the hard back but but I want it like yeah exactly and like yeah. allowing yourself to want it like yeah so we're allowed to have indulgences indulgences yeah um so so yeah I'm sporting her uh shirt today nice and uh Very I nice color, it was honestly. green when I bought it but it's green which made sense because then when her show, because I bought it before the it started and then the show started and her whole backdrop was like green and it was actually super cool. I really nice, liked yeah. her, like uh, the stage was really cool. Um, oh, it was so fun. I, I'm glad. I didn't, yeah, it was, it was really fun. So that's what I'm, I'm kind of riding on that high. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Cause I haven't felt like this exhausted at 9 p.m. Oh, in a yeah. very long time <laughs> yeah so you gotta bring the energy today yes i yes have the energy okay cool cool i'm excited to talk about this which is why i'm like yeah i'm marginally more awake than i think my insides feel <laughs> yeah yeah so you're yeah. like my soul is awake for this yes exactly <laughs> exactly yeah because because we're talking about what we are going to be talking about characters today Characters. And that seems really vague. We've got a couple of, of uh, questions or, I guess, topics and themes that we're going to be talking yeah. about. We just wrote our own private lists to answer this. And so we're going to surprise each other on yeah. camera uh, with our answers. Yeah. So I think we should start with the easiest and, like, the most obvious yeah. part, which is characters we love to hate. Yeah. So we didn't want to be, like, favorite characters yeah we you know favorite main characters or favorite villains or whatever because we've kind of done that before yeah and I kind of like this different like side way of doing it of just like we're gonna talk about characters that really annoy us yep but we love them somehow and we're gonna talk about sometimes like, a really well-written annoying character yeah. is enjoyable yeah <laughs> what can I say yeah exactly yeah um we're gonna talk about characters that piss us off and it like we love to hate yes. them so we're gonna start there yeah i will be happy to start yes the first one alistair from the blood and ash series yeah fuck him fuck like, alistair from from the truest, i feel like you've said that before <laughs> i 100 have from the truest part of my heart the most innocent and truest part of my heart also says fuck alistair fuck alistair he was I manipulative <laughs> he lied he was just like fishing for power in the most sleazeball kind of way possible. Mm -hmm. He gave me like, oh, what's his name? Littlefinger energy. Yeah. Where like he's always right next to the person in power. You don't trust that guy. Yeah. Well, and it 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 still like buzzes around in my head to this day because this was like what the third episode of the yeah. podcast ever where I think it was book two yeah we never like fleshed it out in the episode but he had like a really gruesome death and it was yeah I, I think it was in book three book three yeah where the wolves just teared him apart yeah, yeah. so that was satisfying it was it really was I don't think I've ever been that satisfied with a death yeah in a book yeah what about you I'm going to say Cormac, the first half of Crescent yes. City 2. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like he was just such a alpha, alpha asshole. God, yeah. 
And I remember I sent you that, um, I actually shared it to our Instagram stories, but I also, sh- I also sent you the page where it was like this person had broken down like, um, uh, ter- terms and definitions for like dark romance. And one of yeah. them was elf. It said like asshole, alpha hole. What did it say? It had like three different alpha yeah alpha hole and then asshole and they were very three very different things which I appreciated because there's there's like alpha hole right and like the the Bryce sense of the word where like we've kind of talked about it where it's like actually they're just like looking out like it's kind of the alpha you had described like yeah looking out for people and then there's alpha right of like whatever and then there's ass. There's just ass. There's just like asshole, yeah. <laughs> and that was Cormac for like the first half of the book. Well, I I also like sent you the fun version of that, which was like the different between the difference between himbos, hunks, and yes, what was the third one? Um, oh shoot, jimbos, jimbos, jimbos. No, <laughs> no, it was not jimbos. <laughs> I. That was a lot to, that was, that was a lot. So we've got himbo, hunk, jock, and decent man. <laughs> yeah. Because the himbo is a combination of all three, but they have to be kind of dumb. Yeah. A decent like, man like a is just, yeah, exactly, exactly. A decent man is just kind and stupid. And yeah. I kind of love that. <laughs> um. But based on that graphic, Cormac was very much like a jock at the very beginning. Yeah. Stupid and beefy. Yeah. And demanding. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Anyone else? Okay. We we want to add to that list? Yeah, I've got two more, actually. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, My next one is Locke. Yeah. From From the Cruel Prince. Yes, from the yeah. cool prince. The reason I love to hate him so much is because you saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. And you just watched you her knew- fall into this trap. You just watched it happen. Yep. And it wasn't a lot of times it's like the, you're like telling the main character like what are you doing? Yep. But I wasn't frustrated with Jude. I was frustrated with him like yep. what are you doing? Cuz you why are you doing it? it? And like what like are you're you- not you're not mad at Jude in that situation because yeah. like every every girl has been that girl at some point. Yeah. Like, that's how you learn. That's like the, the that was her first hard lesson and like yeah. some guys are terrible. Yeah. It would be like unfair to her as a like she's a kid. Yeah. In the first book. I don't yeah. know like what happens in the next two. We haven't read the the, the next ones yet, but like she's a kid. What a f- fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he has a fiery demise. Yeah. Maybe maybe he will fall off the cliff. <laughs> we can only hope. Said this. We can only hope. <laughs> we've said we want him off the cliff. Yes. Um Okay, what about you? Midas. Yes. A oh. new one. Yes. So this one's fresh. Fresh meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, just <laughs> everything. Um I remember like reading re- like Instagram reviews on this book and people were like, every time Midas is in a scene, I just wanted to throw up. I just like hate him so much. And I'm like, ah, come on. Like before I read it, yeah. I was like, I just 
They're like, it can't be that bad. You know, you know how some people like hate just to hate. Yeah. Are we hating just to hate? You know, can't be that yeah. bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's bad and he's gross yeah. and every part of his like shittiness is like written all through like Aaron. Aaron's like yeah thoughts. Yes. Of just like like the inner dialogue the the um script almost that she's like telling herself is all from like Midas's like this Stockholm this like manipulative gaslighting son of a bitch I think what's so frustrating about that too in like the best way like because it's very it's well written yes um is that she's saying these terrible things at the same time that she's saying how much she wishes that he was there Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. also acknowledging sometimes when he's being bad, but she can't connect that like the Midas that she thinks she's in love with and the Midas who is doing the bad things are the same Midas. Yeah. The amount of manipulation you have to do to somebody to get them to that point. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, they have to be pretty desperate. and Yeah. Which is another level, right? is to take someone who is vulnerable and desperate yes and use them to your control yeah use that to your advantage and stuff yeah yeah your turn my third you actually have not read yet so i will not go into too much detail so it's from the hollows his name is uh nick spragamos i believe he is a grade a asshole (laughs) he is selfish in the worst possible way. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> so that I don't give anything away, that is that is where I will leave it. He, mm-hmm. So he is a human in the hollows that Rachel dates for a time. Mm-hmm. And in this, the books, I think I've kind of talked about this before, and it's, like, it's not like it's a spoiler or anything, but they've got different fantasy races. So you've got like, Mm-hmm. witches you've got elves you've got vampires werewolves pixies i mean everything from the, the biggest to the smallest that you can think of mm-hmm. but they've also got humans and so there's obviously like tensions between everybody and so she dates nick this human for a little while and you think like oh he's nice he's not he is just as fucked up as the rest of them mm-hmm. except he hit it so well that even so like with with like Locke you saw it coming you could see him playing his games mm-hmm. Nick just seemed like a nice guy like I felt so betrayed when he did when he did yeah it was rough yeah yeah very well done yeah on on comparisons yeah part. when you can like get invested in a character and then brokenhearted that's really yes. good mm-hmm. like Tamlin that's my next choice. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. So yeah. Yeah. Cause he's just a uh, pretty lukewarm in the first book. Mm-hmm. And then the second book really drives it home of just like, Oh, like, cause they both went through this like terrible thing under the mountain yeah. and, I, and a court of thorns and roses for anyone who doesn't know who Tamlin is. And they, uh, they both kind of, undergo trauma and then he like goes a different direction and becomes very possessive and locks her in the house and yeah and stuff like that and so he just becomes really territorial and annoying 
and not sexy anymore (laughs) not at all yeah what I did like about that is that like he didn't lose his characterization Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it felt like a very natural progression the way that it's written out yeah yes because his characterization was very much he did he had he's he always had that need to protect that was always part of his like shtick and also being emotionally distant was always there he was never sharing much about his past you know like you normally do with like a romance like when you're like getting to know people you learn everything they've done and gone through and like you just didn't see any of that in Tamlin you heard it from Lucian like Mm -hmm. sporadically but and then yeah so that kind of could have been a that kind of it really felt uneasy in the first book felt like a red flag because you're just like well we don't really know him like (laughs) yeah I in the first book it's very YA in that like Mm -hmm. because he's the only like honest man in the situation yeah you're like oh that's the one she's gonna end up with it's just kind of like by default yeah and so I do kind of like that she played with our expectations that way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I would say Tamlin, number one, love to hate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I also do, I also will say there's a lot of, there's a lot going on the internet, right? Around like Tamlin and stuff. And a lot of people do shit on him. And I think we have talked about this even in like our book club meeting and stuff about yeah. it, which is like, yes, we he's such an easy like person to hate right yeah but at the same time you're kind of like it's like almost like I can kind of appreciate it yeah the fact that like um he is the way that he is yeah it's hard to explain um like as a character and as like a reader reading a character right like I can kind of appreciate how that went down like like you said it was just like very organic it felt like characterization was very much there and if everybody was just like re-sand or kind of like this flat character it Mm -hmm. wouldn't be interesting to read yeah but we have like two and I'm sure like I've only read the first two books so I can't say for sure on the other ones but at least at the very beginning, now we've got these two very fully fleshed out people with these very fully fleshed out backgrounds that are kind mm-hmm. of intertwined a little bit. And that makes for a more interesting story. Yeah. Like if, if it w- was only the one and then everybody else is kind of flat, then what are you even reading for at that point? Yeah, I feel like too, a lot of the books I've read in the past have been very like singular in the depth a plethora of characters like Akatar was really it really felt like the first book series where I was like oh there's like tons of characters I mean obviously yeah. like Lord of the Rings yeah like everyone has their person they want to be that yeah. would probably be the only other one I could think of but it was just like you have Tamlin and Lucian that book felt like a lot of YA right yeah very much kind of like guilds like it was just very you have like three people yep you see um and I loved how you put it to you at the book club you were like the first book felt very much like the old kind of yeah romance yeah which was very like Stockholm syndrome like, and like all I do is like kiss and she's seeing stars and like yeah. that's not real that's yeah. not real exactly yeah. um and then shit hits the fan 
And then the mm-hmm. next book is like, okay, here, here's the real thing. Here's what romance is now, which is you have really complicated characters and you have more yeah. characters and you have friends and you have like a gang and like you're, you're part of what's going on. You're not an accessory of what's going on. Um, so I like how, uh, the second book you have like tons of different characters since mm-hmm. we're on the subject of characters, right? Like, yes, I do yeah. think having like these books with like tons of different people, you can kind of identify yourself in is really exciting. And it creates, because a book will only go as far as the characters can take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you've only got like a couple of characters that really limits where the things can go and that limits like dynamics and everything. Yeah. So like looking at, um, for example, like the darker shades, when we read that, mm-hmm. We've got these three different Londons, and so you've got one of them from each London has the, I can't remember what they're called now, but uh, the, the magic Atari. person with the eye. Atari. Atari thank you. Atari. Nice. Wow, I know. I'm really good at this. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm surprised I think, yeah, I think you just <laughs> that I remembered something. Um, and so you, you're already starting out with these three different worlds that you can explore. Mm-hmm three kind of like three main characters and then from there it goes out because each of them knows somebody like knows somebody who knows somebody mm-hmm. and so even though we didn't have like as many main characters as we do in like Akatar or in Crescent City we still had enough characters that were active in the story yeah that made it interesting enough yeah you need foils you know yeah 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 exactly what should we move on to next Maybe I groups? picked the first one, so you picked the second one. Let's do groups. Groups? Okay. Or should we do, let's do Hate to Love. I want to do Hate to Love. Okay, okay. This one's interesting. So Hate to Love are yes. just ones characters, we hate to love. <laughs> yeah, characters that we we know we shouldn't, but we love them a lot. I only have one for this. Or they're like... I okay I have kind of a nuance to this which is okay. for one of them I I put Bryce <laughs> okay because, so maybe you should mention the nuance first yeah so I know I want but I wanted the the surprise so I don't think I would get along with her in real life okay but I love her but I don't think I would like her as a person <laughs> like <laughs> I think she'd be, yeah. get really annoying she wouldn't yeah. be a good friend Agreed. I, I, I don't want to say she wouldn't be a good friend, but she wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy her as a friend. And yeah. so I, I love her, but I know that she's never going to be everything, you know? Yeah. I think she's just like, she's too eager to keep secrets. Cause I know like she's even getting annoyed with Danica, which is fair. She's finding out a lot of things that Danica hid, but then she's also like doing it to her friends and to hunt at the same time yeah. that she's getting mad about Danica doing it. I'm like, you know, if you died and they found out about all these secrets, I'm sure yeah. you could imagine how they'd feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and like, she right, has a good heart and all that. But the part of her personality is very much like um, sassy and like uses that sass like to her advantage and stuff. And I think that's kind of intimidating to me. And I wouldn't want her to use it on me. Like, I don't, 
she just seems like a red flag to me. <laughs> you believe yourself susceptible as that? Well, it? I just, I just believe she's one of those people. Like you know how when you meet pe- you meet someone and they start like bad talking someone, and you're like noted, like yeah, you're gonna do that to- about me. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel like with Rice. I don't know if I can trust her. That's fair. That's fair. So I guess I'm the nuance is is if we were to ever be friends, it would not go well. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I love. But I like reading about. I like reading her. So yeah, I I pass. hate that I love that. I don't know. It's kind of a weird nuance. That's fair. Mine for this one is actually Alucard. Oh. I f- okay. Yes, from Darker Shades of Magic. That's a good one. And the only reason I hate it is because I wanted so much more for him. Yeah. You know, part of me is a little annoyed as well about the whole, like, he's basically just just the rich kid who's playing poor half the time. Yeah. Not a fan of that that, uh, character. Mm -hmm. And I don't like in media how that character will sometimes, like, they'll be presented as this like oh it's this huge betrayal because they've been rich actually all along but then they get this sad backstory and you're like oh but it's okay because trauma no i don't think either like like they don't exactly negate each other at all yeah like you can feel bad for this person for coming from a like a a bad situation but also you can recognize recognize that like they fucked up yeah 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 and so yeah that's why he's my my hate to love character interesting that's a good one i can't wait to see him in the new books yeah oh yeah um my next one is zoya okay we all know i don't love her (laughs) yes yes um but i sympathize with her a bit and so i hate that i love that I want to hate her. She's like one of those characters. Maybe this is not a popular opinion, (laughs) (laughs) but um, she reminds me of people in my life in the past who, or maybe she's an example of, she reminds me of an, a, a version of people in the past who have like, who are like, snarky in like a deprecating way to other people mm-hmm. i don't like people who are mean yeah because they're um they're um you know no i don't know what word you're looking for because they're you no because they're because <laughs> they're sorry. insecure they're insecure. okay 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 yeah um and they take it out on other people um because I, for so long, as if my insecurity created me to be self-deprecating, not deprecating to others. And so when yeah. people put that on other people, it really bothers me. And she just reminds me of that. And so then when we have to read about like all of her problems and like I sympathize and empathize with that, I yeah. like hate to love that <laughs> because I want to hate think her. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think the thing is, though, like, her, what people read as, like, her meanness is not rooted in her insecurity, because she's very, and I, 
I'm trying to just like I guess theorize on why maybe you might not be hating her as much as you think you should mm -hmm. because like when she's mean to people it's because she knows that she has like political power she knows her place in the kingdom mm -hmm. and it's like right next to the king she's never really mean to people because of at least in king of scars i can't i can't speak for the other series um she's never really mean to people because she's insecure in her abilities in fact her like her perception of her abilities seems to be limited more than the abilities themselves she's like oh i can i can only do these things and i can do them very well whereas like later when she's with uh what's his name the saint nikolai no um yep jiren jiren yes he's like you're actually thinking so much smaller mm -hmm. like that's the first time i think where she feels insecure because she doesn't realize how powerful she actually is and she realizes that she was like thinking of herself as smaller mm -hmm. which is ironic because she had a very high opinion of herself yeah, that could have been, like, a mask, too. Yeah. Yeah. But we see in her head, and, like, I think it's, I wouldn't say it's a mask that's, like, hiding intense insecurity, because she's not vindictive when she's mean to people. She's mean to people when they're stupid, and when they're, like, not doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, which to me reeks of, like, a control issue. Like, because I agree, I think it's more rooted in, like, her, she's just not she has a hard time accepting the way things are she doesn't you know she wants things to be better she wants people to be smarter she wants people to like know what's you know and I it's i don't think she wants those things though or i don't think she thinks those things i think she like her problem is actually that she's very very stuck in her own thinking yeah and that's like when she was with jur and that's that was part of her issue she was very static yeah so like the the I can't remember what his name was, but the like the guy who was in love with her, who was like also kind of funding their lab and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think she ever saw their relationship as anything more than like because he's one of the people that she's mean to. So that's why I'm bringing like their yeah. relationship up. She was continually mean to him because he was continually pursuing her. So that was this kind of like static, unmoving thing. If he had changed, if he had changed his tactics at any point, or if he had changed his attitude toward her, that would have changed things. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't mean to get him to stop. She was mean to, like, put down a boundary, I think. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. I think it, it kind of, yeah. I think, um, okay. I think I just have a hard time with, like, people who are mean no that's fair that's fair because i'm such a sensitive person and so when someone's mean i'm like i don't like you but then like then we like hear her inner thoughts and i'm like okay but i kind of understand <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> yeah. that's fair and one final thing because i do agree like before we get her point of view she's pretty rough yeah a little a little steel uh hearted but she's also like within a kingdom i think i have to remind myself that a few times because if everybody around nikolai was super nice that'd be like a pretty weak kingdom yeah you have to have the ass well she's the general you. yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So our next topic, should we do um, book BFFs? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I have too many on my list and I can't decide. I've got three main ones. Okay. So I can do my first one. Yeah. And then you can see. Uh, So my first one is Zoya. (laughs) (laughs) Can't imagine why I was defending her so hard. I know. I know. I know you Um, you and Zoya would get along really well, I think. Yeah. And I think it is, (laughs) I think it does come down to the fact that we could both just be kind of assholes with each other while also recognizing that like it's not any kind of indication of who we are as people you know well I liked what you said that it was like a boundary yeah a lot of her stuff is about the bound especially like after the darkling and all the shit that we found out happened in the original series um it comes down I think more to like trust issues for her Mm -hmm. yeah and that being said, that means that everybody who's close to her, like, they're fierce friends. Right. Like, they're, they're like, a found family kind of situation. So you would be a fierce friend of Zoya's. Yeah. I would like to think I was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about Earned you? Earned that trust. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Serafina. Okay. Because I think I like her, um, I don't know, she just seems to kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. but also have like an informed I don't want to say past but like she yeah. she she yeah informed past like um she's uh self-aware she yeah. um her character alludes to the fact that she like grows and and things and so I really like that um I think one thing that I like about Sarah is that, like, she has this vibe of, like, I think almost, like, the age that you and I are at, where, like, we've kind of passed that, like, that prime yeah. of, like, your 20s. Yeah. You, pa- you pass 30, like, you pass that big age gap, or not gap, but, like, that big uh, milestone. It feels very new adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, she feels kind of, like, when I th- when I think about Seasons. Sarah, I th- I think about her wandering through the streets when she's like, well, there's the brothel and there's the the pier and yeah. there are the people that are always fucking on the pier. Yeah, takes like another drink, yeah. keeps walking. She's like, whatever. Yeah. Like I yeah. I I vibe with that. I feel like that. that would be fun to like yes. walk the streets with her. Yeah, and then we both find a Nick Joe's to like put us to the wall. Yeah, I yeah. I, I mean say? just follow her. Yeah. We'll find something. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. You go. My second is Amarin. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is somebody I would like to. Do I do I think See, I could? God, you're just gonna be surrounded by fierce <laughs> bitches. Yeah, do I think I could? I'd be terrified all the time, but also I would love to have Amarin as a friend. Yeah. She seemed like she would be a good resource, not in like a weird way, but like a like a a good person. Like she's somebody I would take to pub quiz. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. That's a that's kind of like my metric. I think she's smart. (laughs) Yeah, I would. We together, our group, 
this group of BFFs that I'm creating. Yeah. Would dominate pub quiz. Yeah. Okay. okay I have next one. I'm I'm torn between two. Okay. So I I'm, will put a, ascribe a number and I will say a number. And if it feels right, go with okay. that one. If it doesn't, go with the other one. Do you want me to ascribe a number or? Yes. Don't tell me whose number. So is it just one and two? Sure. Okay. Don't tell me who's got the yep. numbers though. I'm just going to. Two. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> somehow, somehow that's relieving. It um, feels right, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, okay. Feyre. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, number one was Jude. But I think. Okay, no, Feyre. Feyre, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I like her. She, you, because there's, in, in YA, which is what we read, you yeah. have either, you have those characters that just, like, things just happen to them all the time. Like, and they're just, like, they're just, like, this thing that, like, gets carried around through yeah. the story, like the you know? the wind's kind of taken. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. Like, like, Poppy is a good example of that. Yeah. But the reason why I don't choose, the reason why I choose Farah instead of Poppy is because Farah is a, I don't know. Why do I like Feyre so much? She took a more active role in what was happening to her. Yeah. like, yeah, she got thrown into it because of killing the wolf. But then they send her back and she's like, oh, okay. And she spends yeah. a few weeks there and then she's she's like, actually, fuck this. Like, no, I don't want this anymore. Well, and, and she, she goes. Yeah. And she changes her life. Yeah. She, there's um, really measurable ways in which she grows. Yeah. And that's something that's important to me. I, because it's, because I, it's something that I work really hard to do is like, I don't want to be stuck and be like the same person. And so in a, in a, in like a book, best friends, like if I'm going to be reading about this, like, I want to feel like we're, we're going somewhere. We're not just going to be stagnant. Yeah. Poppy. I don't want to shit on Poppy too much, but like. I feel like she just kind of reaches an, another level of being she just she's just in a different place yeah being as ignorant you know that's that's one of the, like it feels like we haven't learned that much more like the big and this is like not negative at all I think this is like this is just kind of mm-hmm. part of how Poppy is because mm-hmm. she doesn't ask the right questions all the time Mm -hmm. even though she's constantly asking questions so the big thing the big like surprise at the end of book one spoiler in case you got this far um is that everything we know about the world that she's grown up in is wrong yeah like actually kind of 180 wrong Mm -hmm. and that was huge and you'd think she would have asked so many more questions and she did kind of ask like really minor specific ones Mm -hmm. but we still don't know a lot about her actually yeah which is really frustrating because you think of all the things she would be more curious about that yeah the the book seems to frame her as not being as she's not being as concerned with how she can better deal or yeah. approach or be and more concerned with what she is yeah which i think is a bit more of my like disconnection is, with her character believe and know the answer to that question yeah 
it's always changing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That being um, said, that's why I'm actually really excited for the next one. Yeah. Because part of the reason has been because Castile's been there coddling her the whole time. Yeah. 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 And, so and I love him because he's protective in like the not jockey beefy kind of way. Yeah. He's protective in this kind of very honest way, like opposed to like Tamlin. Yeah. But what it's also meant is that anytime they try to ask questions, it turns into a sex scene, which I'm not entirely complaining about because they are very excellent sex scenes. I also forget what she was asking afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I am curious now going into this fourth book since Castile's not there. Yeah. How how much more active of a role she's going to play in her own life. Yeah. Um, But so for for Feyre though I think sorry no it's fine well I feel like it happens every time where whenever from blood and ash comes up it just becomes like its thing because it's it's ongoing because it's ongoing and there's so many questions we have that's why yep yeah we're always like the next book kind of like (laughs) this cloud above us both just like waiting to strike us with ideas yeah yeah it's like this it's like the never-ending story (laughs) I'm not gonna lie every book the story changes Yes. The game Sometimes changes, really. I am when I'm up late at night, I will have like ideas or like new questions come up about like Blood and Ash or Crescent City or Actar yeah. or something. And like I have to resist the urge to message you because it is so depressing if I were to send you a like, hey, what if Castile actually blah 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 or what if Hunt's father is actually so-and-so at like 3.45 in the Why morning? Why is that embarrassing? It's not embarrassing. It's depressing. Why is it depressing? Because it's 3.45 in the morning. I, I should not but, be thinking about those things but at we're 3.45 not, in the morning. But there's been a few times you've done that, though. And I, I know. And, I, felt and I, I don't feel, I don't think any less of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I, in fact, I feel um, energized that you choose me. <laughs> I feel yes. honored <laughs> that you choose Well, me. just know that if you, you worry that I'm choosing someone else, I'm not. I'm choosing no one. I'm choosing to, you know, on that note, I should probably go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Farah. Yes. <laughs> um, the way in which Farah does this that I like is that you, and in, in this second reading that I've had, I was able to kind of step back from having to like be introduced to so many new characters and things and worlds because I already know and I've read it now that I got to kind of really pay attention to like her and her like dialogue and like who she is and the decisions that she makes. And I, because I would, I would, I would say kind of the attitude about her on, in, on bookstagram is very much, she's kind of white bread, you know, just very kind of like, you know, everyone really loved Nesta as a protagonist because she was much more interesting and things like that, which I agree she is in a lot of ways. Um, but I really enjoy Farah because I, I feel like I'm the most like her. I am kind of white bread bland sometimes in terms of like, I don't think you're, I'm, I'm not well, but I know, I know, but I also don't think Farah is right. But I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess my point is like, I'm not mean. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm not Nesta, right? Like, I'm not. Yeah. Um. You're as much as I would love Nesta. to think I was Nesta, I like. Um. I like how Farah learns. Um. In book two, at the beginning, 
where mm-hmm. she's where she's breaking it down and and she sees the people around her like Reese and um more and uh compares not directly but in in kind of a like a really like meta way her experience with people in the spring court and how yeah. different it is and how she feels different and how that just like gradually like happens and and so falling into Reese doesn't feel like it feels different than falling in love with uh what was the guy Tarkin she was like I feel like I could fall in love with you you know and she's realizing this about herself and I really appreciate that where she's like she's using the she's seeing this as like an opportunity of recognizing that like something's changed yeah I, I would agree with that so yeah one thing that was like surprising about her going into these books having seen basically all the spoilers right is that she is so often depicted in these very beautified moments like you get Mm -hmm. the when she's dressed up for the wedding and she's chucking the shoe at reese or when she's dressed in that beautiful dress for starfall Mm -hmm. and they smile at each other for the first time but she has like a lot of very stronger moments that yeah i think reflect her more Mm -hmm. like the moment when she figures out how to winnow when mm-hmm. they uh they get attacked and he like falls and she's got to like winnow from tree to tree because the the, tr- the mm-hmm. forest suddenly is getting dangerous and so she's figuring out suddenly how to use all of these powers that she's been like imbued with yeah and like that was an awesome moment because she's like so i blinked and suddenly i could see in the dark yeah and i blinked again and i was the next tree yeah like, those are, I think, more Feyre moments yeah. than the sweet moments with Reese. Yeah, because they're also defined by that huntress that we yes. see at the beginning. Because yes. we know yeah. that she's capable of it because she's learned on her own how to, like, hunt Yes. out of necessity. And so now she's yeah. doing this in a position of necessity and she's, yeah, pushed to that yeah, limit. Yeah, agreed. Very, like classic YA character where like parents are gone so she's half raised herself and taking care of the family like very literal in that sense yeah like mom died and yeah parents died on shit out of the picture yeah yeah Yeah. okay yeah I I like that so my third is Rachel Morgan from the hollows yeah and the reason is well one she's very loyal that's one of the ways that I think like her and Bryce, because we've kind of talked about that, the way Bryce and Rachel have a lot in common. But also she's a hot mess. <laughs> She'll keep it like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But like I know yeah. that I could go to Rachel if I was like, look, I got real fucked up last night. I don't know what his name is, but I need your help to like get out of this current situation. Whereas if I were to go to, like, Zoya with that, she'd be like, well, why'd you get that drunk? Yeah, she'd just be kind of judgmental about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd be like, well, you got yourself into the situation. Oh, you yeah. You probably get yourself so out. So Rachel's more of, like, a, um, she's a good person to have in a crisis. Yes, yeah. Um, That's good. Because yeah. you wouldn't feel embarrassed going to, to Rachel. And, like, with Amran, if I were to tell Amran, she'd just kill them. 
she does not have a chill response to these things. <laughs> yeah. You need a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a nice, well-rounded yeah. group. That's, yeah. Okay, my third yes. is Kieran. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we could have lots of long conversations together. <laughs> yeah. Just conversations? Um, yeah, I mean, I I kind of um, group him, too, with Rune a bit. Mm. Nice, yeah. But they kind of have the same energy to me. Mm-hmm. Same brother energy. <laughs> kind of, like, steady. Yes, yeah. Steady. Um, Reliable. Like, this Capricorn that I just need in my life, right? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Loyalty. That's what I like. Um, because yeah. if you know me at all, I very much appreciate like exclusivity. Yeah. And that, which isn't to say you can't have other friends. I'm not, that's not what I mean, but I mean like feeling very, very special to someone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kieran and Rune could give me that. Yeah. Are they like your combined last one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Coon or Rearin? I'm going to say no <laughs> on both of those. Are we, we going to combine their names? I don't. Rearin Re- Re- and Coon. You have to choose one. Rearin. Yeah, I like <laughs> I feel like also if we were to scour all of YA, <laughs> there's definitely a Rearin somewhere out there. There is. Oh, God. Yeah. All, out of all yeah. the names they have to make up. Yes. <laughs> Part of me is even like, have I read a rear in before? I feel like I probably have. I've read a lot of YA. Yeah. Like a cha- like a Mondler and Chanica. <laughs> yes. Uh Brangelina Benefer. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. okay. I'm All gonna right. say let's go with groups. Then I think that's yes. the last category. Yeah, groups yes. who would want to join. I like this because I feel like groups there's a fun like dynamic yes what's your favorite group you would want to be part of bryce's harem oh i yeah. think that's a, a good one vagina a little bit yeah. more vagina you need like um, oh add amarin yeah or fury just like like actually like get fury more involved like get her like in there yeah 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 so my actual other than like the fact that it's almost all very attractive men um my main reason is actually because they're more of a group than a lot of the others right they're some of them are like when you look at like a serpent and dove Mm -hmm. it's kind of this hodgepodge hodgepodge of friends that gather around this one very powerful person who's actually like the chosen one right whereas like Bryce is kind of the chosen one, but also so is Rune, but also so is Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Yes, but then you've also got, like, uh, Ethan, who is kind of actually an alpha. Yeah, they're all big players. Yes. In their, like, In their own right. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And they're all interconnected and have history of their own. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that, like, Ethan and, like, Bryce kind of have their history. Mm -hmm. You know? But also now, like, Ethan and... Declan and Tristan 
have a good thing going. Yeah, they have a good thing going. Even the fact that like Therian and Hibaxia, even though Hibaxia is not really in the group yet, or yes, she's kind of an extension. Like kind of have like there's these. Oh, and like um, Therian and Hunt kind of have like this. Yes, under- exactly. Like, thing it's going, not so. just like they're all just kind of gathered around because they all love Lou individually. It's like yeah, no, we all like we all love Bryce, but also we all love each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, what about you? Um, I'm going to do one from a book you haven't read yet, but you will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, from Court of Silver Flames. Got you. Oh, such a good friend book. So what I love is, um, and we've, we've kind of talked about it before, which is Farah finds like the gang, right? The group, which is... Reese, Cassie, and Azrael, more Amran, and there's someone else in there, but um, maybe not. Um, and then when Nesta kind of, you know, comes into the group, she doesn't want, like, she doesn't feel comfortable. She's, you know, whatever, you'll get there. But it's like the, she, it's nice that she gets her own set of friends. Mm-hmm. And so she finds Emery and Gwen. And they just have this, like, incredible group. And, like, Cassian and Azrael are, like, adjacent, yeah. right? So this kind of, like, offset of, like, the main court is Nesta's little gang. And I just love it because you have the Bat Boys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you have Cassian and Azrael who are just, like, night and day. Yeah. Um, and that have such a long history as well. And then you have Nesta who's just got here into this world. And then you have Gwen, who's like from the world and has like her whole like whole history. And she's kind of like this, oh, she's like this really great character. She's the one, she's the one that I would probably describe as the most like me. Okay. I thought you were about to like put your thumb, like your your, your fist down on uh Gwen versus Elaine when it came to like Azriel shipping. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, do we want to be we're going to be staking a claim on that this early. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I have my own theories on that. Okay. Okay. Don't, I, don't I don't, anything yeah, me. I'm yeah. not gonna, um, I mean, cause it is kind of up in the air. We don't really know. Um, and then Emery is, she's an Illyrian, the first female Illyrian that we meet. And so she has this like really unique experience of like growing up in that like whole situation. And so it's just like really fun. But yeah, Gwen, Gwen, I would say is the most like me because she's like the one that's like really hopeful, wants everyone to like get along and stuff. You know, she's like that one. She's the glue. Okay. That's my, uh, my group. One of my groups. Yeah. Yeah. One of, yeah, I don't, I don't need to do another one. I think, um, we talk a lot about like Lou's group and I, kind of to counter what you were talking about where it's like Bryce's harem kind of being like they're all kind of connected and they all have history and kind of know each other and there's they're there because they all have are kind of interconnected in that way Lou and their gang I kind of there's there's something kind of nice too about a gang that has to make it yeah and they're they just kind of found each other they're and kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Flying the by the time. seat of their pants, yeah. yeah. 
and like <laughs> I love I remember after the first like book I, I can't remember which episode it was and I was just like what what is Bo doing there like what yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, what, yes. what, what is he, what is he there for? What, what is he about? Um, and like Madame, Madame LaBelle, like, I just liked kind of the dynamics, the dynamic of everyone. It was very comical of having the dynamic of everyone having to live in this forest together Yes, and like yes. be around each other and like hate it because they're forced to. And then like Lou and Reed can't leave anyone's sight. And no, I, I would agree with that. I think they, I almost chose that group as another one for me because of that. I think the same kind of like the reason I cho- chose Rachel Morgan is because like, you can just kind of be yourself. Mm-hmm. They can be kind of all parts of yourself mm-hmm. and she'll just kind of take you as you are. Mm-hmm. So then I actually chose Rachel Morgan and her little group her little PI business that she makes with uh, Ivy and with Jenks in mm-hmm. the hollows for the very same reason where it's like, they are all very fiercely loyal. They mm-hmm. all kind of stumble in this together. They run a kick-ass business together and they kick ass together. Yeah. And that would be fun. Yeah. That yeah. would be fun. And the thing is they don't always have to kick ass. Like sometimes because it's urban fantasy, like sometimes there's days where it's like, we just have to sit in the kitchen I'm going to sit here on my laptop and I'm going to do as much research as I possibly can and you stand over there in the kitchen and you brew all of the spells that you need to brew right now so that we are properly prepared for later. Yeah. And I think I really like those scenes because when there are these little like slice of life scenes Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, I'd like to sit in that room while they're like just chit-chatting and existing together. Mm -hmm. But also when you get before a battle scene, they're like, or before kind of a mission, like with uh, with Mist and Fury, they're going to the day court, or no, summer, summer, they're going to the summer court, and their plan that they know they have to come up with is how to find this and steal this book, right? Mm-hmm. And they kind of just go in there blank. Yeah. And they, they have come up with a plan. Yeah. And then it immediately blows up because they did not like fully plan these things out. Yeah. And that was frustrating because I was like, you should have just, you should have sat down. You should have done the research. You should have. You should have gotten everyone together in the room. Yeah. (laughs) This should have been more thought out. And so I I like that they do, they actually do those things. Yeah. I'm a planner. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. You like, you like, um, I like it too, though, because it allows me to dream. It gives a little bit of structure. I love like sitting down and then like hashing out the details it's really disappointing when you're with a bunch of people who love to dream and then they don't want to go over the details and you're like, okay, so it's not a dream. It's not going to happen. Like, I'm like, we have to see this through. And I would always be kind of the person that was just like, come on. And then everyone would get annoyed with me. (laughs) Yeah. Like seeing the dream become an actual plan. Like when dreams just stay dreams, they're fantasies. Well, but I also love details. Yeah. Like I like to like, see it and feel it and yeah, imagine make it, it real yeah yeah i agree okay yeah any honorable mentions honorable mentions um because i know we tried to kind of stay away from like 
romantic sexy stuff. Yeah. and romantic stuff. Yeah, because we talk about that a lot. Yeah. Which is fair. Like this was the kind of this episode's purpose was to branch out of that a little bit. Yeah. I would say um there is a kind of a quasi category of characters that surprised us. Yes. And yes. I have one per- one notable mention which is actually Nyctos. Okay. Okay. And we've touched on this before that he was a lot more complicated than yeah. I had thought or antis- ever anticipated. He was very easily going to fall into that like brooding um wounded that we all love. Boy, that we love. Yeah. yeah. And he is that but he's more like and he lacks so was... the confidence that I think usually comes with that. Yeah. And not in a bad way. I actually kind of liked it. Because then in the when they finally have like that sex scene, mm-hmm. it's like insane because he's finally taking like ca- taking control, taking uh Yeah. Yes. dominance. Because he's so unsure of himself because of this past that we've yet to fully flesh out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I agree. He surprised me and how gentle he kind of was actually. Yeah, and and now that you you say that, like I think now that there's been some s- space between reading the book, yeah. I kind of think of he is kind of flailing, like even yeah. in his kingdom, like he's very disorganized. He is. And he doesn't really like know what to do, and he is kind of out of control, um, and 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 doesn't know how to take it. That's a good point. I never really thought about it. I guess I thought about it in a new way, um, and so you can kind of understand why he's complicated. Like, yeah, well, he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah, he's he's so he's got a lot on his plate. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Okay, so my surprise character is not a positive one. Okay. It is actually Taryn. Yeah. Yeah. And not necessarily, yes, not from the quote prints, not necessarily surprised by the fact that she was actually dating Locke, Mm -hmm. but surprised by how she handled it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were really upset about that. Yeah, like this is her Mm -hmm. freaking twin sister. And she's just going to let some asshole Faye, like, jerk off, get in the way of their relationship? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, so that was a negative Especially when you're the only humans there. Like, yeah. You gotta stick together. The only, like, free humans who are there. The rest of them, you have to look at the fact that every other human around you is enslaved. Like, you don't have a a lot of choices to, like, stick together. Like, you can't trust anyone else but your own kind in that kind of Mm-hmm. situation you know exactly exactly and she like blamed her sister for it. it's like no your sister had literally no idea it was going on yeah he didn't say anything you know it sure as hell he didn't say anything it's like it's like um when characters don't communicate and then they like make assumptions about the person like because they didn't the miscommunication trope and i'm like but that's not who they are. Yeah. You know? And and the, and what's frustrating is that if you can't trust that that's what someone was doing or not, whether or not it was clear to you, 
Yeah. You know, if it was miscommunicated, if you can't trust that, oh, well, give that someone kind of the benefit of the doubt, like, that's frustrating for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Terrifying. I will mention also Cormac. Yeah. Yeah. Once he became once the that reveal happened, like, it all made sense. I was like, yeah. oh, he's going to die. He's going to yeah. die. But the actual reveal that he was Agent Silver. Mm-hmm. wow yeah that was <laughs> that really threw me through a loop yeah yeah all right one more which is um for me a surprise was nicolina yes yes okay surprised in that like when we met her she was just kind of like the what's her name was it a viper wraith the, no the um the main uh witch in the blood coven oh the it was some kind of spider no she was the ant she was the ant but her name inferred like a spider or something i don't know the widow black widow no i don't know i don't fucking know (laughs) hold on i'm looking it up because now it's gonna bother me i know oh la voisson i don't know why i was thinking maybe that was uh she was described as like spidery or something i think probably because i remember um, being like pale and lanky yeah so the voice was the main bad guy right and then nicolina was just like this little like snickering like idiot on the side yeah you know like that trope and then like the mr smead like, <laughs> yes, like yeah. captain hook but then like she ended up being like really intense yeah like really really intense more intense than live voice on and live voice on was really intense how many because times he knew, like in the in the third book we knew like the full extent of what was going on in in nicolina's head yeah the scene where we see her with her like son wow yeah that was a good scene yeah that like thinking about it is kind of giving me chills right now yeah i literally just got chills. yeah yeah so she's she's just an uh, an incredible character whether or not she was good or bad she was just like so rich and useful and like complete her she was how many probably like centuries old Mm -hmm. and i don't know if we really talked about it i feel like we might have talked about it briefly but to follow a wasson to the degree that she did she'd had to have like really rationalize that to herself because there's no mm-hmm. reason to think that she's not actually more powerful mm-hmm. but then when you see that like relationship start to crack yeah that was huge that was huge yeah yeah after how many years Jeez. yeah yeah i love the mice too i love that kind of oh that was creepy as fuck it was just like such an interesting way to kind of visualize and mm-hmm. conceptualize like what was going on what what did uh what was it um not a like a hive hive of like yeah mice. the hive mind the hive mind yes and that like you would slowly get absorbed into if, if mm-hmm. she drank your blood yeah. yeah crazy okay all right what are we what are we doing next week what are we doing next week um i think we're doing the wicked king uh yes yes we are oh i'm so excited i need answers <laughs> i I'm, I'm very ready for this uh i'm once again just mentioning that 
it has taken an incredible amount of willpower from both of us to not just immediately jump into this next book. Yeah. My fingers are itching for it. I'm excited to get back into fairy world. Yeah. I want to like ride frogs again. I want to like jump on mushrooms and like. It's funny how different blood. <laughs> this fairy world is to like Akatar. Yeah. Because they're both fairy worlds, but then in Akatar, anybody like a high fae is conveniently just very, very actually human like. Yeah. Whereas in this one, they're kind of human-like but they still have different colored skin like you've got like the mm -hmm. green ones or like the red ones some of them have scales and feathers still which I like yeah yeah that's interesting and there's definitely more of a yeah like Akatar just feels very much like a 50 shades yeah you know like okay everyone's got like a nice dress and looks everyone's better than humans beautiful. and yeah there's all of these, the paraphernalia that comes with yeah. the fairy kingdom, which is, which is great because it adds so much interest and like texture to like the world. Yeah. Like Carden, not Carden. Yeah. Carden's got a tail. Yeah. Carden's got that. a tail. <laughs> because wings have a very long history in YA yes. and in like fantasy romance. Yes. I love that they just threw in the tail. I don't know how much I love the tail itself, but I love that it serves no other purpose than being the tail. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's its purpose is the tail. Yeah. Like, it's not like they don't go flying and it's like, wow, this whole new world. And it's not comparative to his dick size or anything it's like that. Like it's not like when just... you touch the tail, he comes or something. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. It's not that, like that we know of. Sensitive. Yeah, yeah, that we know of. That we know of. Or is there anything the tail can do? It's just, no, it's just a flimsy tail. It's yep. just a tail. Yeah. It's like a donkey tail, literally. <laughs> like, I imagine the it more like a lion's tail. Well, I mean, like, it's, like, flimsy in that, like, like a pin the tail, like. Yeah. There but is like, no might to I, it. Like, there's I imagine no... a little bit more, uh, what is it, like a. Gangly. Not gangly. Like, <laughs> not gangly. Probably because he's, like, a teenager but um corded not or... fixed it's Stru moves, like structured you know like oh yeah no like the opposite of structured like like Flimsy. when i think of a donkey's tail it's just kind of like flapping you know yeah but like where oh, like snaky actually like move yeah kind of snaky and yeah really and you know yeah it kind of has its like creative arm brained <laughs> yeah yeah a creative t moving it's tail. a creative tail yeah it is a creative tail yeah. Okay. So we're excited. So, we're going to talk about that next week. Join us next week to talk about The Wicked King, the sequel to yes. The Cruel Prince. The Cruel Prince. I can't imagine what that could mean with the titles. Oof. Okay. Okay. Now I'm super excited. All right. Yes. Until next week. Until next week. Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye. One thing that I like about Sarah 
is that like oh shoot what was i gonna say hold on hold on <laughs> 